1: All right. All right. All right. I'm going to get a few more people to uh, start filtering in here and we'll kind of, uh, you know, we'll start it up. Just got to pull up the BOSCO right quick. Give me a sec. All right. I see a couple requests. Uh give me uh give me one sec. I'm going to I'm going to go over a few things first and then I'm going to inv- invite you guys in. Uh my phone is on like 10% battery and locker room drains me and I do not have my charger. So this is going to be I'm going to try to get as far as I can into it, but as soon as I hit like 1 or 2%, I have to end the room cuz if I end the 'Cause if the room ends when my phone dies, I don't get the audio, unfortunately. So um uh this is gonna be pretty much as long as we can uh as long as we're uh, good to go with with uh with uh, battery. So look, this was this was a really from like a from like a basketball person standpoint, man, this was a really really good game. And I say that because, um, first of all, Michigan got exposed a bit, and Illinois had all the personnel. Uh, Trent Frazier, his defense for from the tip to the time he came out when they were up um, was amazing amazing. Like, like I really wish, why is Illinois better without? I, they're more talented with him, but it's much harder to guard a team when the ball isn't being used just by one person. But look, though, uh, Illinois, they did an outstanding job today, man. So I think Kofi started out like 0 for 3 from the floor. From that point on, he finished 6 for 7. Rebounding. They were like Michigan was like, I think it was a few years ago when they called Michigan a white collar team. This was a white collar. This was a white collar Michigan team today. They were soft, soft, like soft, like baby doo doo soft today. Uh, Out rebounded by plus 17. At halftime, it was plus 10, I believe. Plus 17. So they were plus seven after the halftime adjustments. Um, They shot well because they got everything they wanted. They spammed almost the same play over and over and over. They had a couple of concepts that they wanted to get to, and they got to it, and they got a great look a lot. It wasn't like they were hitting a bunch of tough shots. They weren't. They got everything they wanted, and then even if they missed, They just put the ball back in. Just put the ball back in. Look here. Michigan took 49 shots. 49 shots. Illinois took 64. 64 shots. And it wasn't like Illinois just made a bunch of threes. They they made six threes. They were 10 for 14 from the line. But the difference was the rebounding. Good Lord. Between the rebounding and the assist, the turnovers for Michigan, Trent Frazier, um, Trent Frazier won this game because he set the tone early. He set the tone early and and how that hurts Michigan, how that hurts Michigan. Did I already? Hold on. Did I tweet it? Did I tweet the link out? I did cool, 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 So, look, man, it's... um. What was I saying? What was I talking about? I was talking about the... Uh, yeah, so assist to turnover. Four assists. Four assists on 17 field goals. Four assists on 17 field goals. Four assists on 11, goals, assists on 11 turnovers. So usually, like I mentioned this at halftime, I believe, when, 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 when Michigan becomes stagnant on the offensive end, right, what do they do? They hit Hunter. And when Hunter gets touches, good things happen. So when Hunter got the ball, uh, they were not going to double because Kofi's a giant. He doesn't need help. But they suffocated everyone else around. But they didn't really move around Hunter. You know what I mean? Like they weren't really cutting. They weren't, they weren't um, exchanging anything like that. Um, but usually that settles it down. But Hunter was unable uh, to do much on the block. And if you have a situation where where Mike Smith can't do anything with the ball because of Frazier's defense, and then they have the personnel to go one-on-one with Dickinson down low. And then you have Livers and Bogner, the supposed draft picks of the team, play the way that they did offensively. It's going, to be, it's going to be tough. They went three for 16 for nine points. Michigan is not very good if Livers and Bogner go three for 16 with nine points. All right, give me a second. Yo, well, what's up, guys? Hey, if I invite you on, uh, just make sure uh, if you are not, if, like, we're, like, not talking, make sure you're on mute so there's no, like, crazy background noises like, like my screaming child who's now asleep um or like any kind of like wild thing but um what's up
0: yeah hey um I want to give you know uh more you know the Michigan fans and other people a chance to talk I just wanted to jump in and pop in real quick obviously if locker room is tagging me telling me I need to get in this to talk about it then I'm gonna jump in but um I think earlier in the preview I said Trent Frazier had to do what we all – every Illini fan knows he's an all-defensive player, and he had to really uh, smother Mike Smith and not let him get things going. And he was able to do that, and I think that hits your point that you were just talking about. That goes to show, like, if you can stop Mike Smith, that's like the engine that gets it going. And then Kofi was able to neutralize Hunter Dickinson. So those two things, I think, were the biggest uh, part of why Illinois won plus the rebounding discrepancy.
1: Yeah, this is a game where your future NBA players need to be future NBA players. It's like, hey, if our point guard and our center is not doing what they do, you know, these are are supposedly guys who are looking at being, you know, maybe not All-Americans, but honorable mention, and you're looking at all Big Ten type of guys who are going to leave for the NBA draft here in about a month, you know? you can't go seven points and two points, 16 shooting combined. And then you throw Dickinson in that mix as well too. You're like, well, what four for 24 and 15 points. That's just not going to get, get it done when you're the guys, when you're the guys, I thought Wagner on defense uh, was good today. I thought he was good today, but, then they just left him alone and they started picking on everybody else and nobody stepped up nobody stepped up and the rebounding good lord good lord michigan was very very soft very very soft
0: i think i think uh, davis may have been one of your best players i told you about his post moves down there i mean it, he gets it done man it's ugly but he actually played pretty well today for michigan that's man, he not had a good four thing.
1: turnovers too but that's like, yeah, but
0: that's not, he, that's not a good. He kind of you know, gave up the game. offensive threat. You know yeah. what I mean? He was your offensive threat for a lot of the game.
1: It's rough. It's rough. It's yeah, rough. But man. Uh,
0: I just think my last thing I want to say here before I get off is Trent Frazier is was an All Big Ten player before Io and Kofi came. He's a fourth year guy. You saw you saw how special yep. he really is. And and I tweeted tonight for all my Illini followers that. Uh, it was. I was happy for Trent because he has had to like take a backseat to Io and Kofi for the last two seasons. But that's who this Trent is. Moment, is. That's, moment, yeah. that's who Trent is, though. If you let him, but he's never going to be that with Io there. So,
1: most definitely, man. Um, yeah, tough, tough. I, I, I really enjoyed this game from a basketball standpoint. I mean, uh, just watching, just watching how they defended and watching how they cut off everything Michigan tried to do. Uh, they pressured the right people. They directed them. They, like, directed guys the right way uh, towards the baseline. Um, they really used their thirds defensively really effectively. Like, you know, it's one thing to ice. You can counter an ice. Like, people say the word ice, like, ah, they're icing. Ah, we can't do it. No. Like, look, you can counter an ice. But the way that they were able to – um to counter any counter that Michigan tried to use for the ice uh, was very very good. They were on. They were. They had five guys gel on the the defensive end. And from a basketball guy, that was a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun to watch. And you have Mike Smith with zero assists, zero assists, uh, five points, zero assists, two for six with two turnovers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: non-factor. Just a non-factor yeah. from the start to finish. He and had I a did good run in the beginning of the, the second, but outside of it, that, I mean,
0: did it did did it look to me? It looked a little bit to me like one team knew they only have to win one of their final three games to clinch a Big Ten, and the other one was ready for a, a fight, a battle, a scrap. Like I come here to take what's yours, and and I looked like Michigan at halftime was just done to me. After I think it was not maybe at, at halftime. I think they cut it to seven or eight and then Illinois hit a three and then got a transition steal and layup. And then it just, it it snowballed after that and Illinois just wanted it more.
1: They look so disinterested. Like at one point in the first half, it was 21 to 18 and I'm just scratching my head. I'm like, why is this only a three point game? Like Michigan was down three and it really felt like it was like, it was about 15. It felt like it was about 15 and um man, Illinois played so well today, man. They played so well and Frazier was Frazier was someone who um you kind of knew coming into the game that if he played well, Illinois had a shot and they had more than a shot. But Andre that was Curbella. a really good game.
0: Andre Curbelo, remember the name, don't forget
1: it. Oh man, Cur- man Curbelo was good today too, man. Hey, he he carried he carried the offense. He carried he the offense, and, you know, he got to his spots. He's so crafty. He's so crafty. He's so fun to watch. Hey, now, so Ryan, another watch,
3: guy man. talk about Jacob Grandison. Let's, like, let's talk about his game because
1: he didn't have the stats to show it, but. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you the Temple dude? I am. If you're going to come on my shit, you need to apologize, my guy. For what? You're not going to call me a douchebag and come on my shit. Apologize. Okay, I'm sorry.
3: You're the one who attacked me, though, so... Motherfucker, you attacked
1: me, like, two days ago. Illinois fans been talking shit for four weeks. I respond one time, I'm a douchebag. Apologize.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) He he said he was sorry for that, but I will say this. There was a lot of back and forth and all that. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. No, 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 no. There's no back hey, and forth. Hey, shut up. Hey, let's go. let move forward. That's it. All right. What's well, up, Armand? I'm glad you joined,
0: Armand. I'll let you take over for the Illini standpoint. I'm out. Got to go take care of my son. But anywho, uh, I think Illinois. Hey, shows thanks, it's Ryan. Worthy. They were the most worthy PERT team to compete against Michigan this year. I think talent wise, they proved it tonight.
1: Yeah. I appreciate you, Ryan, all day, day, man. Preview. uh, Preview now. I appreciate you, man. We'll do this again, man. Much love. For sure. Always. All right, see you, Ryan. Um, No, 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 no. Oh, oh, come on.
3: Yeah, so I just want want to talk about Jacob Grandison. I mean, he might not have had, you know, the points or – that kind of uh the statistics to show it but his uh, like just energy off the bench or the just not off the bench but you know he he really changed the offense he was really active on the glass really active defensively i thought he was great and a lot of people aren't really talking about how he played either
1: he was a really good glue guy i thought he did all the right things he wasn't forcing um Demonte Williams is more the enforcer now. Uh, didn't Williams – did Williams start today? Curbelo came off. Did, okay, that's did. why I was – that's why I was, like, so confused. I'm like, did they start six guys? Okay. Yeah. All right. So that makes sense. Yeah. That makes no, sense. He, was, he um, was
3: really good. Like you said, um, Demonte, he's he's one of those guys, again, over the last however many years, he's – four years. You know, he's never been that guy. Um that was like his dad, you know. Frank Williams played for Illinois, and his dad was a much different player than Demonte. But Demonte's accepted that role, where he's not he's not going to be your guy that's going to put up, you know, ten points a game. But he does that little stuff that you need that kind of guy on your team to to step up. I thought he did a great job today, like you
1: were saying. He played well. Um, I think you know Coburn when after after starting 3 and, you know, him and Dickinson were like pretty much doing nothing together. Uh, Coburn was put in the spots to really get him going. Uh, I thought early on, I think they were posting him a little bit too high and they were using the first and third thirds, but then they started getting him more in the middle to where he could go over his right or his left. I thought that was, um, a huge thing. Um, but man, that was just, man, that was just, uh, Really good game. Curbelo going 8 for 14 for 17 points. And these were like, he did not feel rushed. He didn't. It it, it never felt like he was not in control. You know what I mean? Like, he always could, like, get to his spot. Whether it was his right, he was driving, he was chilling, he was pumping, he was shooting uncontested mid-range shots from, like, seven feet. Yeah. Uh, let me get a couple guys in there. Let me get Kendall in here. Uh, here. Get Tony. Uh, more line guys. Matt Sword. All, right. All right. All right. All right. So, so there's like nine, nine people, people up, up or eight people. Eight people. Uh, um, make, sure make sure if you're not if you're talking, not to- you mute. You see how there's like a double talking right now? Okay, cool. Um... Let's go with uh. Let's go with Giovanni's been up here for a little while. Let's go with you, and then um, we'll go with Kendall. Kendall's a Minnesota guy. Um, he played at Minnesota as well too. Uh, so make sure you guys follow him on here. Um, he does a great job. So we'll go Giovanni, J- and then uh, Kendall. Then we'll go Dylan, and then Matt, and then Tony.
4: So um. Plain and simple, just taking away from the X and O's, We we just got Michigan just got bitched. Like, I mean, I'll excuse my language to anybody who's no, so offended no, by that. Yeah, we got nicely. We got like bitch through this whole game. That's like, saying you know, it nicely, bro. And like um <laughs> just looking at how our offensive sets were, like, you can you can visibly see what they were trying to do. I remember I saw Mike Smith and when they trying to get uh he tried to do a little pick and roll on like Dickinson. And they're they're intentionally angling him towards the baseline. They don't want any type of middle per- penetration, which uh, we've done so well of doing that throughout the whole season. We get middle penetration, the defense collapses. We make the right passes, swing, swing shooter. You know what I mean? And we weren't able to get none of that going. Our offense was very stagnant. Um, Franz struggled. I looks like Livers threw most of his shots came off short, like very short. You know, it seemed like seemed like everybody was just a little bit off. I remember what seal what sealed the deal for me on offense for me was uh I believe Illinois took the ball out they rushed it for no reason and we got the steal and I believe we kicked it to Franz and Franz took a one on one like a little eight foot little like a oh, mid post up yeah yeah, yeah 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 like and he, it just felt like he rushed that just came and it came up short you know and yeah. I was like I was like that pretty much sums up the night for us on offense like that right there we just taking sure. we're taking bad shots we're taking uh. We're not doing what We usually do, no motion type at all. We got a little bit of that at the end of the half, but at the end of the second half. But, you know, for the most part, they, Illinois is just straight up after that 20, what was it, 21 to 18 or something like that? Mm-hmm. And Illinois is just yeah. like, they just set the tone. Like, we're going to keep playing like this. We're going to keep coming at you physically. And we just, we lost a rebounding battle, obviously. And we, we lost the yeah. uh, turnover battle and everything mm-hmm. like that. They wanted it more. They just wanted to do more than us, plain and simple. And what we need to do, um, Juwan's probably going to have us, you know, they're going to have him look at that film and say, like, hey, guys, you know, get this right, But It's a quick turnaround. We got State. It's a huge rivalry. We need to get up for that game, too. If we come out like this again, we
1: want to get beat like this again, you know what I mean? So, 100%. 100%. And Ben said – Ben was in uh, the live stream when I was doing it. So if you go back and watch the first – five minutes of the game, I literally say this game feels weird and it felt like the Michigan-Michigan State football game. Like, that's how it felt. Like, I just, like, I felt the exact same way. Like, it was like, I I couldn't explain it, but I'm just like, it's like these dudes are not ready to play. Not only are they not ready to play, Illinois is coming for blood right now. And if they don't switch up, it's going to be a long game. Be a long, long game. What's up, Kendall?
5: What's up, man? What's up? I uh, I felt like I had to jump back on. I know last time I came on here, I promised I would jump back on after the Illinois game. Oh yeah. But um, no, the big thing for me, man, it's less about Michigan, but it's really just doubling down a lot about what I said with Illinois. Like the reason why I said they're really the scariest team. I mean. I think they're just as talented as Michigan. I think they're really, arguably, the most talented. Um, and then, like a lot of people have said already, they're just tough. Like they're just a tough team. So when you mix like talent, like roll the ball out, five on five, not a lot of time to scout, plus that toughness, yeah. just for me, I feel like they're the they're the toughest tourney team for a lot of people. And I feel like Michigan's right behind. I think it was definitely a bad showing for them right now, but I think. It just goes to show you like how suffocating the defense can be with Illinois. It's just tough. Uh yeah. Obviously, I know a lot of people are talking about me being Kofi's agent last time. But uh for <laughs> real though, with Kofi like defensively, man, like he, he just was does solid so today. Much in the pain. He was solid today, bro. He was solid. He's today. solid. He's solid. He's not he solid. obviously he's not a crazy talented guy. We're not gonna see him like Jokic out here. But I just like a lot of that stuff as a college player. And I feel like Underwood Yo, we might have to start giving him his flowers
1: soon. Like, he gets those I'm always been a crazy energy, coach, bro. Yeah. You know like he, you know, like people bring it up now, but I've been talking talking about this for like 2 years now. Like, you know, what he did at Stephen F Austin and then Oklahoma State, he tried to do in the Big 10, and the Big 10 was like, nope. <laughs> it's like it's like, bro, you can't you can't run full court running jumps all game and expect to do well here. And the and the way that he was able to take that and you know adjust his philosophy, change it uh, to have the same type of attention to detail, but in the half court, right? You're, you're not being a loose cannon for 94 feet, but you are being very good, almost like, almost purdue like in the half court, I think, um, where they take away what you really want to do and they're gonna pressure the right guys and their attention to detail is just really, really good um, and just tough mentally. Uh, that's what they kind of remind me of on the defensive end.
5: Yeah, I agree. They're just tough mentally. So, I don't know. It's
1: going to be a hard out for anybody
5: uh, coming up here. I'm just hoping these Big Ten teams don't beat up on each other too much before this tourney.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's all good. I can't wait till, uh Dosumu comes back, though, man. He should come back next game, you think? Yeah, I think he will, and if he
5: comes back, like, I just hope, you know, he has the self-awareness to see, like, yo. Like, I don't think they're necessarily better without him. This dude is an all-Big Ten player, but I just hope he really understands, like, man, I don't need to have to be the one the whole time. And, like, if he understands that and knows, like, yo, these other guys, if I get them going, like, we're a tough team.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, you know, them not having him today, I just thought that made them tougher on – the prep because because Michigan had to prepare two ways. They had to pre- prepare with him and without him because they play differently offensively um, without him. You know what I mean? So um, it was tough. It was tough. Hope he comes back, though, soon. They they play Ohio State on Saturday, right? That's on Saturday at Ohio State. And Ohio State's dropped a few now. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's go with Dylan. What's up, Dylan? Illinois guy. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, just wanted to come on here and
6: uh, talk a little bit about the game. Not too much, though. There's not really too much to talk about anymore. But uh, I, th- I think this team is going to be out till the Big Ten Tournament. Probably. There's probably no reason to keep him or uh, rush him back in against Ohio State. But uh, honestly, yeah. I think I think I-, I hate the argument that people say that we're better without him. That's completely not true. Obviously, we had some bad games with them, but because sometimes they will try to take over the game too much and stuff like that. I think we did have more fire, like you're right about that. Like they were a little bit more motivated and stuff like that, and didn't have to rely on one certain person. Um,
1: yeah. But I
6: think to say that they're a worse team or a better team without them is, is a it's a pretty pretty tough take. But
1: yeah, um, I don't think that they're better. But I thought that it was it was tougher it's tougher to prepare for multiple people than just to prepare for maybe two or three concepts cuz they cuz io has a high usage you don't get a couple triple doubles especially in the big 10 without a high usage yeah he's not playing in the game now that high usage is going to be sprinkled across the entire roster and you really don't know where the bullets coming from you know what i mean
6: yeah i think Honestly, that helped us out a ton, honestly. I mean, I hate to see him get hurt and stuff like that. But, honestly, it helped our team out, not only for now, but in the future. Because, like, you're seeing Corbello go out there yeah. to make absolute amazing plays. And I think he's obviously going to be around next year. Adam Miller's going to be around next year. And I think that's so much better for the team. Uh, now it's just when Io comes back. I think he should just lay off the gas a little bit and just let those guys go to work as well. And I think that'll benefit
1: us tremendously. That's. That's going to be another dynamic that Illinois is going to have to deal with. So, Illinois not having Io changes the dynamic of the team, right? Once yeah. he comes back, it changes the, the, the dynamic again, where I don't think you're, you're going to get back to pre-Io, but you're going to have to have a new type of team because now you have guys like Frazier and Miller and Curbelo. They've been doing their thing. And you don't want to take that away. And Dosumu also has to be himself, but he doesn't want to, like, like those other guys have to be themselves. But at the end of the day, Dosumu's the guy that you have to ride to, you know, to realize your goals. You're not going to really realize your goals with Curbelo this year. Um, in spots, maybe, but to really carry you, I mean, you give that ball – to Dosumu to carry you to that that next game. But I do think that it would be good for him to play even if he's on like a minutes restriction just get him with the mask against Ohio State just so he can feel what that feels like, what it feels like to really sweat in a game with the mask just so he can adjust to it earlier than later. Yeah, I think
6: I think that'll definitely be an adjustment for him that he's going to have to get used to. Yeah, I mean, as far as like a full-fledged you know, whatever he gets per game. I think he's, like, 36, 37 minutes per game. So, I mean, I think take that down to, like, 25 or something like that. Just let him get some work in. But, um, yeah, I think it was a good game for us, just, like, kind of uh, for the future. Not only for now, but for the future. And, um, man, I'll tell you, Michigan's got some Twitter
1: warriors, bro. That was – Hey, man. That was, that was, that was rough. We, we have fun. We have fun. We have fun, man. We have fun. Uh, whether but, uh, yeah. you know win lose, we have a lot of fun on that on that app, man.
6: Yeah. Well, uh, nothing but respect for you guys. That's all I want to come on and say. Uh, I'll talk to you later.
1: Appreciate right, you, Dylan. Uh, Brian said, "Ask if uh, if Corbello shot a jump shot. Um, every jumper that looks like he took was like from like nine feet away. It was like the weirdest thing." Because he got to wherever he wanted to go, wherever he wanted. And, um, and that's kind of where you see the weakness of Michigan. And I think I brought this up a couple months ago where people are like, does this team have a weakness? And like, yeah, it's clearly at the backcourt. Like, is Eli Brooks and Mike Smith, are they good? But if you want to take a, take a weakness, that's it right there. Because their size, they're not that big. Uh, I heard some Illinois guy from like 24/7 Sports. He he thought Eli Brooks was six five and was talking about his length. Eli Brooks is all of six one. Mike Brooks is five ten, possibly on a good day. And um, and this can't happen again. Where you're getting locked up, you're 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 getting locked up from the uh, from the point guard position. Let me see who else is in here. Let's see. Let's get Brian Dallas. I will get them all up here. Um, all right. So like, just, just so you guys know, if you're not talking, um, go ahead and go on uh, mute just so there's no background noise or anything like that. But thank you guys for, uh, coming up. I do appreciate it. What's up, Brian?
7: Uh, nothing much. I'm in here a little late, but I'm sorry if you already talked about this, but, uh, do you think that the way Underwood talked in the media this week had any effect on the game as far as Michigan coming out flat? No, no. Uh-huh. And then no. I had one more thing I wanted to say as far as the IO stuff goes. I I think that the point about us being better without him is. I think it's true in the regular season because in the regular season, you're going to get games like tonight where you can come out and like jump someone on the glass or like just completely out hustle them. But like when the season's on the line, every game, you're not going to come out and, you know, be plus, you know, 2 million on the offensive glass and get them <laughs> right. the second yeah. points like when it comes down to it and you're playing, you know, the, like, I, if we play Michigan, even in the big 10 tournament, you know, we're going to need a guy at the end of the game who can, you know, go get his own. And, you know, like Trent did it tonight, but I feel like a lot of his shots were tough and he can make those and he has made those but I feel like when it comes down to we're going to need i o especially in those close games against the best teams.
1: Hey, 100% man. 100% uh I think I was talking about that with uh um Dylan just now, just you know saying how like you know like hey like you know are they like are they really like are they better? Like no, they're not better, but in these circumstances it's a little harder to prepare. Um when a team is you know changing up styles on how they play, and when I say you don't know where the bullet's coming from, when Io's in the game, you you know who has the gun, right? When yeah. he's not in the game, everyone has a has a couple bullets in their chamber. Yeah. Right? So now you're wrestling. like, okay. Yeah, exactly. So like he comes in the game, he's got an AK forty seven. Everybody else around him don't have as many bullets or a powerful gun. When he's out the game, everyone's got the same gun, same amount of bullets. You don't know where it's coming from.
7: Yes, sir. Thanks, Ant. Love what you do. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Brian. Appreciate you, man. Uh let's go with uh let's go with Matt. Matt, because I don't think I've ever uh seen you on here, man. What's up?
2: Hey, what's up, Ant? Um, no, this is the second time on here, so I uh, appreciate what you do. Um, you touched on it a little bit, and uh, you talked about sort of how it they came. It, this sort of made you feel like uh, the Michigan State football game, which obviously is bad vibes. But how, uh, how concerned, I guess, are you with sort of how this team came out, Big Ten title on the line, and just – I don't know. Like they seem to be just grinding every loose ball, going after it, and tonight just not there at all. No motive. Didn't seem motivated. Didn't seem like the same team. How concerning, I guess, was that for you seeing that?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is their second loss. This is their second loss. Um, they are losing to a top five team uh, who has um, who has been very good all year long. I mean, they're. They're one of the top teams in the league um, in a very tough league. So, I mean, there's, I'm not concerned really. I'm not concerned. What will concern me is Thursday's game. What happens there? Are you going to come out firing? Because against Minnesota, they got, they got beat by 18. They come out against Maryland. They beat them by like, like, like almost 30, I think. And You know, is it going to be a situation like that where they're going to come out firing or are they going to come out with that same mentality, just really soft, really, really soft. And I feel like they felt like they didn't know what to do or how to attack because their two points of consistency were being locked up. Their point guard was being locked. And then just to get a change of pace to get the ball to Hunter, he wasn't doing anything. And then our two NBA guys, or a complete no show that's how you lose by over 20 points. Um, a little bit of an anomaly, you know. They they scored what 53 points? What if they scored that much all year? Like, this is the least that they've scored. Um, they had 57 at Minnesota, and this game felt worse than that one because one, we had everybody, two, you know, you're playing for a big 10 championship, um, and Just no sense of urgency. And then the first few minutes, like they were going so fast. They just felt very unsure of themselves. Um, I'm not taking much from this when it comes to being worried. This is their second loss. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the country. Like what's really to be concerned about? You know what I mean? Um, All of their goals are still in play. All of their goals, you can you can go 3-0 against your rivals, one, right? You can win a Big Ten championship. You can win a Big Ten tournament. And you can go to a Final Four and compete for a national title. All of the goals are still in front of them. And that doesn't go away today. It hurts from the standpoint that they've been talking so much. And today was going to be a lit day on Twitter, on the, on the twitter.com. But, you know, it happens, man. It happens. And they took a fat L today. Like the game was like the score was close early, but the game was not close. Those were two programs that couldn't be couldn't be further apart when it came to how they were going to attack the game.
2: Yeah, you just got to hope they, uh, you know, they take this and come out motivated on Thursday, which, you know, this team seems to do. So hopefully that'll uh, that'll be the case. They have to. I
1: appreciate you, man. Uh, what's up? We'll go Dallas, and then we'll go Ben, and Nate.
8: Yeah, what's going on, guys? Uh, obviously, tough loss. Um, but I think, side note, we kind of deserved it with how much we were talking. They were talking, too. But once uh, Iowa was officially announced out, I think we, we kind of turned it up a bit. So uh makes sense. But I think my biggest takeaway from this was just the lack of like iso ball creation we have on this team because mm-hmm. yep. Mike was obviously locked up, and then our uh Hunter, same thing when you can guard uh Mike and Hunter one on one, we don't mm-hmm. really have a guy that's like an iso ball NBA bucket kind of dude. So, um, like you said, obviously, I mean, it's you, you feel like you're not going to play that bad mm-hmm. more often than not, but it's something to keep an eye out for for sure you just i don't know we we have a great team but that's also like a a kind of a bad thing we have a great team and it doesn't seem like we have like an alpha on the team so
1: just uh yeah i mean i yeah like i am more i am more frustrated honestly Uh, I thought Franz had a good day on the defensive end. I thought he was really good on that end with blocking shots, steals, deflecting, um, and, you know, ISO defense. He was really, really good. But we have two guys who are trying to – who are going to leave for the NBA draft. Where were you today? Like, where were you today? Yeah, like I mean – Franz, like, you're a mid-first-round pick. Isaiah Livers, you're probably mid-early second round possibly with how you can shoot it. Where were you today? You saw the limitations of them today. That was exposed. This is one of those games that those guys are going to have to watch in an NBA boardroom in about three, four months. Can you tell us about this game? No, go ahead. Yeah. You know, can you tell us about this game? Can you tell us what happened here? You know, why did you do this? You know, you had this guy one-on-one he's a smaller guy. How do you expect to not get past him? But in the NBA, there are guys your size who are just as fast as he is. How do you expect to get get off a shot then? The same thing with the against Michigan state,
8: they're going to play that
1: game. Yep,
8: exactly. This is one of the first times I think this year, really that, uh, livers kind of felt like who he was last year where you're kind of searching for that. Okay, go get a bucket. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, we just, you want, you expect him to take that next step. And then this was mm-hmm. very much of last year where you're like, okay, we're expecting you to be able to do more of the
7: next season. And I
1: don't know. It's like, a that's a good stuff. analysis. That's, but. yeah. Yes. Yes. You saw, you saw last year, year before livers. This was the, the Isaiah that I haven't seen this year. Yeah. Like, he wasn't driving today. Not at all. He was all. selling for jump shots. Like this is not the Isaiah that I saw that that like boosted his draft stock, because he's been able to put to put the ball on the deck.
8: I mean, I don't think we saw that isolation, one turn fade jumper at all this this uh, game from him. I mean, it just, I don't know. The, the game didn't really. It seemed, seemed like everybody was just going too fast for themselves, and it never really slowed down for him. So.
1: Yep, exactly. Exactly.
9: Uh, ben, what's up? Yeah, how's it going? Uh, I just wanted to say, you could like you sort of said, you could just tell in the first five minutes it wasn't going to be a good night, like you said. But I knew Trent Frazier was a good player, but that dude is a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love that dude. But I was just going to say, like, that game sort of reminded me, obviously, in the couple years ago, how we just came out and just killed Villanova. It just reminded me totally of that. Just, <laughs> just,
1: well, just, just overwhelmed on all fronts. Right. Overwhelmed and now, on all fronts.
9: Now I know when we're, um, you know, how our bench is crazy. I just know Illinois' bench was crazy tonight with the energy. So I know how we annoyed
1: yeah. that now. I mean, they were uh, having, they had a lot of fun tonight. They, they had were, a lot of fun yeah. tonight. They had a lot of fun tonight. And deservedly so. I mean, they were ha- having fun playing the game of, of basketball. And Michigan was acting like they did not enjoy playing the game. After, you know what after, I mean?
9: Yeah, after Frazier crossed Brown, I was like, dang. That was nasty.
1: Oh, man.
9: Whatever. Not our night, though. We'll bounce back.
1: Yeah, it's all good, though, man. It's all good. Uh, Don, are you here? I don't think he's here. I think he's uh, – let's see. What's up, Nate? Hey, I was just
7: curious, I guess. How much do you think, like, the pressure of, like, the game, I guess,
1: got into the, their
7: heads or, like, maybe Juwan's head,
1: I guess? You know so what? I, I can see that. I can see pressure. I can see pressure. Um, I can see that. I can see that. Where they were thinking a little bit too much – they didn't have fun today. If While it felt like almost every other game that they've played, they were having a lot of fun. You know, you look at the Iowa game from last week, like they were having fun in that game. At Indiana, like they were having fun in that game. Today, they were uptight. They were a little tight today. Their butts got a little tight today. You know what I mean? Okay, so I got, all right, my phone's close to dying. I can't believe that we made it through 40-plus minutes in here. Um, so, yeah, man, I will, I'm going to be in here tomorrow, actually, uh, Wednesday. There's going to be a a diversity room about, like, uh, 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 coaching and at the professional level. Uh, I'm going to be in here with several other people. Um, if you want to just stop through and say what's up, that would be awesome. Um, then on Thursday, you know, we're going to have the, we're going to have the um, the Michigan State game. Is that, is, that, is that at seven? It's at seven on ESPN. I'm going to stream it per usual. And, you know, we'll be on, on Locker Room again per usual because this is a really dope app. I love it. I love how we can just talk and just you know work things out. Uh was this the first pregame we've had? I think it was. Uh I think we had a pregame on one other game, but it was like super super quick. Um but yeah, this was the first one. This was the first one that I can like really think about that we like actually like like did. But it was by request. I know people had, you know, suggested it, so I I hope that was fun to uh to be a part of it you know allows you to watch the game in a different way like knowing who we're who we're playing who we have to stop um you know, who can shoot it who can't matchups to look out for but but yeah man i love basketball this is an awesome sport i love it to death and today you got taken out to the woodshed but i'm gonna go and charge my phone if i could find a charger And I will, I'm going to see y'all on the interwebs. I'll talk to y'all later, man. Thanks for coming in.